Not content with your content? You've come to the right place. The Discontent Show with Joe Kuzma. Every brand starts with a story. Here's how you can grow your business by sharing it. Now, with today's topic, the host of The Discontent Show, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Discontent Show. My name is Joe Kuzma, and I am here with your New Year's resolutions for content marketing. More or less, I'm going to have an angle on social media, maybe dabble a little bit of blogging and some uh, vlogging as well. But I thought, hey, none better than this time starting the brand new year of 2020 with some New Year's resolutions, some ideas that you're probably not going to be doing in December, right? But here in January, at least, let's start out and see if they become more of a habit as you move through the new year. And of course, uh, well, I'll start with like video. I'll actually do podcast or anything that's a recorded format here. Try and be less scripted if you can. I particularly like to have bullet points because at least that way, like a checklist or something of that nature, if there's something I really want want to speak about, let's say I'm talking about an event. You absolutely got to say when the event is, where the event is, does it have a cost, you know, things of that nature. That's what you kind of want to angle yourself towards. So try and be less scripted with any type of recorded media here in the new year. I know that sometimes it could be a little daunting for those who aren't as good as being on camera or in front of a microphone, but trust me, there's nothing better than being conversational. Uh, just, just speak, just be yourself. I mean, listen to me. I screw up all the time. Now you're going to notice it for the rest of this episode. And I'm trying to work on that as one of my new year's resolutions as well. But, uh, another thing out there, if you're on social media, engage, 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 just don't, don't forget like the people that are out there. Uh, don't be afraid to share, retweet, like comments, comment back. And in this way, you're going to create community and you're going to have a space that people are actually going to want to come and back and comment once again. If you're creating community and it's around like a, a business or a product, you're going to create advocates of that business or product. More than likely, people are going to buy said business or product. So don't forget that. Um, another thing that you're going to want to do is get organized. I have so many episodes of this show that you could go back to on organizing. Everybody knows that I love, love, love things such as Dropbox or Trello or Evernote, uh, anything that you could use on a phone or an iPad or a Chromebook or a laptop or just even a regular desktop PC or Mac, anything that's like that, just even a calendar. Get yourself organized. It's a really big thing to do. Um, if you're repeating a lot of things that you do on social media, blog posts, things like that, try something new. I don't know what that is yet, but you got to do something different, freshen it up, come up with a new idea. Uh, you know, I get some other ones that are almost like pet peeves, and I love some of the advice that other folks give. They talk about not checking social media right before bed or as soon as you get up. I don't know. I Sometimes I fall asleep trying to read that, but it's a really bad idea. You ever see the meme with the brain that like keeps the person up at night? That's what you're doing, man. 
It's going to drive you crazy mentally, emotionally. You're not going to be able to rest. You're probably going to wake up with this stuff in your subconscious, which also doing it as soon as you wake up, you're filling your brain with the same stuff and just kind of going right out the gate first thing in the morning. In fact, uh, sometimes first thing in the morning, I, I almost like have gotten to a point where I don't even want to read emails before 11 a.m. I'm not even going to lie. Like I will. But one of the better practices I had was was to get some actual work done, set a time, and this is like a New Year's resolution thing you could use too. So let's say you start like, you know, I, I start in the office sometimes at 9 a.m. and then 11 a.m. let's start checking some emails. Now I understand some people are in deadline-oriented businesses or things where there's an emergency, you can't necessarily do that. But it's really hard to not keep checking your email constantly if you're a worry wart like I can be with my inbox at times and making sure it's all cleaned up, making sure there's nothing that's you know unread. Your phone has the little notification icon on it. You're going to drive yourself crazy. Put all that thing to this, things to the side. Try and bang out an hour or two of any type of task that you may have and then come back to your email and see what that's going to be like. Uh, and I said email, but also social media or anything else like that is going to fill your brain with all this junk, all this garbage that you don't necessarily need. It's kind of like going on a content diet for yourself to start the new year. Long stories, long posts. I said pet peeves, right? When you type 40 bajillion words for a social media post, no one's ever going to read that. Beyond two lines, it becomes challenging unless you could structure it, put some breaks in there, line breaks, periods, punctuation, ever hear of those things. Take all of this to, uh, to heed this advice because when you post something, unless it's real short, people are going to, they're just going to start scrolling. As soon as I see like a second paragraph, it's like, man, I'm done. I ain't got time for this. And, you know, try to post more photos if you have an opportunity to. Video is always even better. Video is king, uh, photos are queen. As soon as you post something that's like media, it might get somebody to at least stop scrolling. Uh, you know, the the wheel mouse, uh, you know, with their finger scrolling on that wheel or scrolling with their finger on a smart device because it's just visual. Keep that in mind. But that doesn't mean we want to see a bazillion photos of what you're eating that night, your pets, kids, all depends. You know, we know the annoying times, right? It's, uh, there's always the, since we just got done with Christmas, the kid on Santa's lap, it's cute to a degree until you have like 50 friends on Facebook that have all done the same thing. Then you get annoyed. It's like the first day of school photos. You know what I mean? So keep that in mind. Uh, just know. And of course I'm speaking to this. Well, I guess you could use some of this advice personally, but I'm speaking to this from a business aspect, particularly Unless you deal with something that has to deal with pets, uh, you know, it's like having the grandkids in the car salesman commercial. What are they really doing for you? They add a little bit of a cute factor and the novelty wears off pretty quick, doesn't it? You're like, hey, Billy, whatever's, you know, Ford dealership, his granddaughter is not going to be selling me a Ford. And if she is, uh, there's probably a problem with Billy's Ford dealership, right? Uh, subtweeting, you know. <laughs> Subtweeting is kind of a passive aggressive thing. And really what subtweeting is, is like when you're talking about other things that are being tweeted on on the internet, not necessarily tagging them directly. Uh, you're just, you're having a conversation about stuff. Let's say uh, the Popeye's chicken sandwich thing. 
the the subtweeting stuff sometimes when you jump in on that it could be a good fad and sometimes it could be a bad fad and it could just be more noise and maybe people will tune you out if it's not necessarily what they're following you for so be careful with that that's another thing maybe for a new year's resolution uh if you're obsessive compulsive and looking to see how many people liked posts how many people are following you just stop just stop doing that i, I stopped that a long time ago and then sometimes you know every now and then i come across something and i'm like oh wow you know what that was that was pretty good but what i mean by that is you could always check your statistics and your analytics but if you're checking it like you know even daily sometimes might be too much but if you're checking it like every few minutes every couple hours stop make that new year's resolution don't drive yourself any more crazy um you know i compiled this list from a few different articles too adding in my own ideas and somebody said to turn on read receipts on twitter you know for your dms or even if you're using like uh, iMessage for uh, iPhone, for example, you could turn on read receipts. Nah, screw that. I don't want people knowing that I read something almost as soon as they sent it because I might not necessarily want to respond to it right away uh, because when you start to do things like that, then people they start to get an expectation that you are instantly available when they snap their fingers. That's not something that you want to be handcuffed to. So regardless of, you know, they're talking about honesty with turning on read receipts and, you know, showing that somebody showing somebody that you actually saw something, it's kind of terrible because then you end up leaving things unread, you know, in your message inbox or whatever like that. And I think that's even more dishonest to be completely honest with you. So I would turn off the read receipts personally just because I think it backs you into a corner. Um I'm trying to think of what else we could have here. Updating your look. And this might be this may go a little beyond your own expertise. If you're not like a graphic person, you may have to hire someone. You may be in uh, in some type of field where several decision makers are gonna have to work on this. But this is something that you should pitch or at least think about every year. Uh, does it look like your logos or your materials or anything like that? Even the colors you use for your business are from like the 1980s. I get it. The retro things like really in and, you know, everything that's old is new again. There's always a reboot uh, of some type of TV show or movie that, you know, was around when I was younger. Uh, Stranger Things is a big deal, you know, everything like that. But it makes your business look out of date. It's not as cool because people, unless that's literally what you do, and I actually do this. I do have a retro video game blog, but even that kind of has it has a look that comes from the old video games. That is totally intentional. That is, you know, by design. If it's not by design, and you've been running, I don't know, like a, a some type of service, carpet cleaning, or something like that. You may need an updated look. Uh, so give that always give that an idea. I know for some people it may not be in the budget, but if it's something that's very simple, like all the more your lo logos are on or maybe some business cards, you don't have to change anything like crazy, like an expensive sign or vehicle wraps on a van or something like that, uh, then, you know, all within reason, right? Okay. Uh, and I know some people are like, well, hey, you know what? I have a logo. I have this brand. It's very recognizable. Hey, you know what? Pepsi, Pizza Hut, all these places, they change their stuff. And I wouldn't say a frequent basis, but they at least give it some thought. And even to the point of Pizza Hut went backwards to their old logo they used to use because, like I said, hey, 
that is uh, one of these things where <laughs> I guess it's like a retro thing. So, uh, but that's one of the things I, I think about. And uh, again, engagement's pretty big. Uh, another one is if you're on Facebook or you use a program or an app that's like Pocket where you bookmark any of these articles, go back and read them. <laughs> That'll give you something to do before you go to bed besides perusing you know, Twitter or Instagram or anything like that and driving your brain wild. And last but not least, set some goals for tw- for 2020 because uh, what do you want what do you want to get from this uh do you want like a certain number of vanity metrics do you want a certain number of sales what is it that you're trying to gain as your end game for doing all of this stuff that's ultimately where you need to go i hope some of the other things help make your 2020 an even better year than 2019 of course and if you have any questions for me you can always reach me over at my website joekuzma.com don't forget to like comment and subscribe uh, to this show and next time uh, as i always encourage our listeners out there to be safe be good and i'll catch you later hi folks this is joe kuzma (laughs) no don't worry you're not hearing things twice i'm just here to say from the bottom of my heart thank you for listening to today's show and being a follower and subscriber of the discontent podcast And I want to remind you that if you're interested in more information about all the various things it is that I do, whether it be about this show, content marketing, or you want to ask a question, you may visit me at joekuzma.com. That's J-O-E-K-U-Z-M-A.com. Or you can follow me as well on Facebook. Make sure you get the page and not the personal profile. Sorry, it's only for friends and family. Also on Twitter at Joe underscore Kuzma, LinkedIn or Instagram. Also, don't forget, if you haven't already, subscribe, whether that be on iTunes, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider, so you don't miss out on any of the great episodes that we have. Once again, thank you again for your support, and I look forward, as always, to speaking and interacting with each of you again soon.